Welcome to the Vivid Church Podcast. Wherever you're listening from today, it's our hope that this message would help you reflect the light of Jesus' life for all to see. What's up, Vivid Church family? Pastor Aaron here. Super excited uh, to be with you all today and to contribute to what God is doing here at Vivid Church. I'm so, so happy. Feels like home. It feels like home all the time uh, when I'm with you guys and uh, just just uh, booming, bursting with joy uh, for this moment. But I'm so happy that I get to share with you the Word of God uh, for a few minutes here uh, under the subject of the me you haven't seen. Uh, I'm going to say that again uh, for just the the area of repeating that notion uh, in our minds and in our spirit, the me you haven't seen. And I just believe that God has purpose for us and God has something planned for our life. There is a life that he wants us to live. And so within these moments and in these times and seasons that God um, has breathed upon us and has given us giftings and callings, um, I just believe that purpose needs to be lived out. Um, I don't know about you in this moment, but one of the most powerful uh, parts of you are the parts that are hidden, uh, the parts that haven't been revealed yet, the parts that haven't been manifested yet. And so I just believe that God is a God who wants to bring those things out of us, who wants to bring out the, the characteristics, the personalities, the giftings, the callings of who we really are. Um, I always say we can't be everything, and sometimes we can't be anything, but we can be everything we are. And so this is where we just want to humble ourselves and say, God, in surrender, um, can you just reveal to me in this moment the person that others haven't seen yet? Um, I believe right where you're sitting, right where you are today, wherever you are, uh, in your living room, in your car, with your friends, whoever you're uh, sitting beside or in a group, um, whoever you're connected to, I believe this message definitely is going to help us to reveal the me that we have not seen yet. Uh, I'm going to bring our attention to a text here today. And uh, I know I'm, I'm just so excited. Coming off of last Sunday, come on, was our Easter Sunday. How good was that? How amazing was that? And now coming on to another weekend, another Sunday here together. Um, just so happy for what God is doing. So in this text here, I'm just going to bring our attention to this text in Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. And it says here, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I'm just going to read that again. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Your presence on this planet has purpose. Your presence on this earth has a purpose. You are not the consequence of some cosmic coincidence. Uh, you are not some relational accident. Uh, you have been intentionally, strategically, and purposefully placed on this planet, born when you needed to be born, <laughs> born where you needed to be born, and born how you needed to be born. I need us to recognize in this moment that God has placed his hand on you. And he speaks to Jeremiah in this moment. He says, before I formed you, and this is to say, 
Your parents made you, but I formed you, God is saying. <laughs> Come on. Uh, God is allowing us in this moment to realize the significance of him forming us. The me that we have not seen yet. There are so many things that God has formed and created and wired within us that we ourselves have not even tapped into. And so he said, listen, Jeremiah, before I formed you, I want you to know your parents may have made you, but I formed you. Jeremiah, you have been built by design. I want to tell somebody today looking, watching this message today, maybe this is your first time tuning in and you're getting a chance to connect with Vivid today. And so I want to tell you today that you have been built by design. You've been crafted for your calling. You've been wired for your work. But Jeremiah did not only did I form you. Jeremiah, not only did I put you together, not only did I have purpose before the person. Come on, do you know that God created purpose before he even formed you as a person? He already knows where you're supposed to be. He knows the life that he's called you to live, which is abundantly full of grace, full of truth, full of life, bursting out with joy and creativity. The person that he's made you to be that maybe you haven't seen yet. Wow. The person that I haven't become yet. Don't give up on you because you haven't fully evolved yet into the full creation and destiny that God has made you to be. You are just at the point when someone looks at you, you are really at your mid-story. You are really just at the point of where this evolution of who you are is truly coming into play. And he speaks to Jeremiah in this moment. And he says, listen, not only did I form you, come on, I want you to listen to me here. Not only did I form you, I want you to know who you actually aren't yet. I want you to know what you actually possess. Jeremiah, not only did I form you, but I knew you. Come on, somebody say it's personal. It's a personal relationship with Jesus. Not only did I form you, but I knew you. I knew the mistakes you would make before you made them. I, I knew your insecurities. I knew your failures. I knew the, the things that you would get involved with or maybe the things that you would create or be attached to or be around. I knew you before you even knew you. I created you with a purpose. I created you with a plan. I wish somebody could just put it in the chat right now. The me I haven't seen. Just put it in there and just begin to maybe talk in this moment in that chat and just say, wow, there are some things that I haven't seen yet, but I'm believing that God is forming that in me. I believe that God is producing and manifesting who I haven't become yet. I want to say this again for somebody. You cannot be just anything you want to be. You can only be who you are. That is the purpose of life. That is the understanding of life is that I am exactly who God has purposed me to be. And Jeremiah in this moment, he has a personal encounter with this moment with God. And he says, listen, not only have I formed you, but I knew you. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have a prayer life, to say, God, could you tell me everything already that you knew about me? Could you just give me a snippet, a piece of the puzzle? Could you just tell me already who I already am? 
I wonder sometimes why God doesn't fully reveal those areas in our life or just give you the full-blown picture of already knowing what your life is exactly to be, what you're going to become, and, and, and the path that you're on. And so many times we wonder, where are we going? Am I on the right path? Am I going the right way? And God just says, listen, I already knew you. Maybe that's a hashtag for somebody right there. I already knew you. Maybe that can bring peace and rest to your heart that God already knew you. Maybe there's a moment right now that you can just take a hold and say, wow, God, I don't know everything, but you know me. You know everything that I'm not yet. He has this personal conversation. And so I want to give us a bit of a definition of what purpose is. We always talk about finding our purpose, knowing our purpose. What is my purpose in life? Why am I, why am I on this earth? And so I want to give a quick definition here to the best of my ability. Purpose is the reason for the creation or the existence of a thing. Purpose in its totality is for us to realize that we are to be the answer to the problem. If, if we are designed with purpose, if we have been created with purpose, we are to be the remedy for this earth's issue. We are to be the remedy for people's lives, those who are going through, to be that answer, not a person full of doubt or wondering or confused, but a person with the answer. And how do we get that answer? It's by understanding the God who lives within us, who he has created us to be, and how he wants us to walk out that divine purpose. It is the creation or the existence of a thing. It's the reason why I'm here. In Proverbs 19:21, it says this, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. <laughs> many are the plans. We have so many plans. Come on, look at me right now in this moment. You know, maybe in the chat you can just be honest. You know I've had my plans already. You know I'm at a certain age and I knew already when I was going to get married, what kind of home I was going to have, how many children I would have at this point, what career I would be in, the person I would be with, uh, where I, I should be living right now, what city, what town. We probably had it all figured out. And the Bible says here, many are the plans in the mind of a man. We have so many things that go on in this mind that we plan out and we purpose out and we try to fulfill. But it is the purpose of the Lord that lasts. <laughs> After everything is said and done, the Lord, for some strange reason, will scramble the eggs of your life and begin to let you know that everything that you've written down, I've got a different list. Isn't it interesting how God will interrupt us and so many times we miss the miracle of God because we have confused it with interruptions. God has his calendar and his appointed time to do certain things. And we have our own appointments. Don't we meet our appointments? We meet our appointments, our deadlines, our, 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 the things that we need to do in our own life. But then God has his divine appointments that he doesn't even tell us about. You ever been in those moments in your life when you've got something planned so great, you're ready to go, and, and the month comes up and the day comes up, and all of a sudden, God sends someone in your life to pray that you need to pray for, that you need to be there for, that you need to sow a seed, that you need to be generous, and all of a sudden, He interrupts you with His plans that stand. <laughs> 
He interrupts you in the moments of you praying, God, I need ministry. I need to understand where you're trying to bring me, where you want me to go to school, uh, what career you want me to take. And all of a sudden, he sends someone in your life that does something totally opposite from where you were going. I find the greatest miracles in life always happen in the midst of the interruption. God always seems to interrupt us right in the moments when we feel like we're about to achieve something great for ourselves. And so God reminds us in this moment that it is all about His Word. It is all about His plans towards me. It is all about what He wants and what He desires so that my life can be truly fulfilled and that I can truly feel like I have purpose. Again, God designed purpose before the person. God designed where he wanted you to be in this moment. Can I just correct something right now? You are exactly where God wants you to be. And so God, help me in this moment to not reject your divine appointments. When I see I'm so absorbed with my things and I'm so taken by what I'm doing, God, help me to see the interruption as a miracle, as you divinely leading me into your perfect plan and purpose. I will no longer take an interruption anymore as something frustrating, but I will take it as a divine leading, putting me back on the right track of what he has for me. I will take his interruption as inspiration. Isaiah 55 and verse 11, it says, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. It is about what God has spoken and what he wants to create and what he has destined for your life. And it doesn't matter what we do, where we go, the kind of list that we have, when you know that God has created you for some strange reason, everything that you end up doing always points you closer to God. It doesn't matter if you feel like you have been way back or far away or at a distance. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God is letting you know that you have never been just on that wrong road. Every road that you have traveled, the areas that you have felt low, the areas that you felt weak, the darkest moment, God is saying, I have even spoken then. And I am still guiding you. And I am still leading you. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. I like the word be because he says, listen, it's not just an aimlessly sent out word that's just projected out into the air and maybe it might fall somewhere. Maybe it might accomplish. No, he said, so shall my word be. What I am not yet, God is making me. Come on, God is making me become who I am not yet. You can't do anything of yourself except the Holy Spirit and God speaking His Word and what He has spoken over your life. Come on, He says He will accomplish it. What He has started in you, He will finish. It's so interesting about the God that we love that nothing ever just becomes a boomerang effect to him. Like if it goes out, oh my gosh, it's going to come back to me and it's going to be 
It's going to be wrong. It's going to be false. No, God is saying in this moment, everything that I've sent out, everything that I've spoken over your life, it is to let you know that it will not return to me until it's done. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, come on. It will not return back to me until it is accomplished. There's a purpose that I have. There's a life that I want you to live. There is an abundance that I want you to receive. There is something that I want you to know. The approval of my hand is on you. And what I have sent you, what I have created you to be, is going to happen whether you like it or not. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Listen to me, when God speaks, it never fails. It always succeeds, whether we see it or we don't see it, whether it's behind or whether it's in front, whether it's happened already or it's about to happen. His word always accomplishes what it was sent to do. So in this moment, come on, just embrace this with me. I realize that my condition now is not my conclusion. Come on, I realize my issue is not my identity. My misery is not my ministry. But there is a me world that you haven't seen yet. Come on, I'm just trying to empower, trying to encourage you in this moment to believe, to get your faith, to rise to a new level, to believe that there is purpose and destiny and life that God has called you to live. Come on, we just came off of the most amazing series about gifts and callings per capita that he is resting upon our head. There is something that he has placed within us and that he wants us to know that, listen, what I have put in, it's got to come out. And it will come out. And it will accomplish I know you're looking at your mistakes right now. I, look at, I know you're looking at your position right now. I know you're looking at the room that you're in right now. I know you're looking at the person that you're with right now. I know you're looking at your career right now. But God never looks at what we, what we are in. He looks at who we are. <laughs> God is so good. And so in this moment of us understanding our purpose, we have to take responsibility. We have to take the notion and know that at the end of the day, God, you want me to be responsible for what you have gifted me with and what you have given me. God, help me because I don't want to neglect the very gift that you put in me. I don't want to uh, leave the very purpose that you've purposed for me in my life. And so many of you are where you are. And you could be where you really want to be when it comes to your skill range or your creative range, leadership, vocal, influential, where, wherever it is that God has called you, God is saying, it is still in you. I know you're still waiting to see certain things manifest and certain things, maybe resources to come together, but God is not a God who's, who's dependent on those things. Nothing is impossible with God. He can accomplish and do exactly what He has said, I am my responsibility. I wish you could just put that in the screen right there and just say to yourself in this moment, I am my responsibility. I am responsible for the outcome. I am responsible for taking heed and following what God has destined for my life. So three things here I just want to leave with you. Number one, I live my life for endurance, not excitement. 
I live my life according to this purpose of, of finding out who I haven't seen yet. I live my life for the endurance and not for the everyday fun experiences that eventually become sour, that eventually become low. I get myself into the attitude of pursuing, of being focused, of enduring till the end. Blessed are those who can endure till the end, those who can finish strong. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And God is so concerned and wants to know that he's at the finish line waiting for you to come. It's about my endurance. It's how I can continue. It's how I can remain. It's how I can move and be steadfast. It's not in the excitement of what everybody else is doing. I know right now you could probably look and just be like, I know what everybody else is doing. That's what I want to do. And everybody else seems to be doing what I want to do. And everybody, I'm looking and I'm saying, I want to do that. And it seems like resources are falling on everybody else but me. But God is saying, just be endurant. Show that endurance. Show that intensity. Show that consistency. And let me lay my hands on you in the right time. Come on, somebody say purpose, 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 purpose. God has a purpose. There is a me that I haven't seen yet. There is a me that I haven't seen yet. Number two, you can't be committed to your invisible ability if you're addicted to convenience. <laughs> Many people think convenience is safe, but convenience is just comfortable. We think it's easy to just be lackadaisical and just be at comfort, but convenience is not a safe place. It's just comfort. In order for us to be committed to the invisible ability of who we are, to the parts that we can't see, to the hidden areas of our life that we can't see, God is saying, listen, get out of your safety. Step up out of who you are and begin to make a step forward and begin to believe that in this moment, come on, those who are vivid church, come on, make some noise in this moment. Come on, I know I'm, I'm trying to hear you. I'm trying to hear you in this moment and I hear you, but God is saying in this moment, can you be committed? Can you be consistent and not just flow with everybody that's going down the one way that where all the fish are going down? Can you go upstream while everybody else is going down? Can you get out of your comfort zone, out of the safety, out of the comfort of where you are and take a leap of faith and step so that God can unveil the invisible that's in you? There is a life that God has called us to that is so extraordinary, that is so unbelievable. As we were talking to Jeremiah, diving into that conversation that it just blows his mind that God already knew him. Number three, people think convenience is safe, but it's not safe, it's comfortable. Growing spiritually doesn't fix everything, but growing spiritually improves. It's our duty in order to find out the very intricate areas of our life, the wiring, the way that God has put us together, is to continually grow spiritually, to be fed by His Word, to be in prayer, to be in faithfulness, to be in obedience to who He is. God, help me to discover the me that I haven't seen yet. You spoke to Jeremiah and you told him you already knew him and so he was able to discover that. God, help me to discover that in this moment with you. As we digress, 
I want us in this moment to maybe prayerfully look within ourselves and, and stop judging ourselves, stop blaming ourselves. I feel like just in, just in this moment that maybe we have put so much hardship on ourselves, so much blame on ourselves for not being where we want to be right now or, or for not being in the same place or for not being in a place.